football, basketball, this is no cap bets with plus mo. No lies, no limits, no long talking. This is no cap bets. Yeah, I mean, and what do you think about Grizz about like the Heat on rest and Atlanta kind of with the fresh legs? I kind of look at this situation like you know, Atlanta is definitely potentially live, but you know what? I'm not involved, so it is what it is. You ain't gonna tell the people. Oh, about the Hawkins or about trade or Elder Barge? Yeah, Elder Barge. He's a cold-blooded killer. We all know that. You didn't watch that Cleveland game. 
I think what's most important here on this podcast is that uh, we've never referred to Trey Young as Elder Barge. He just pulled that one out. Have you, have you ever heard of this before? I've never heard of this. <laughs> Trey Young, if you are listening, Ancestry.com, we just found out there's like some type of resemblance here. Put it up side by side and you'll know what I'm talking about, all right? Let's go to the next game, though, because I know that, Grizz, you have something on this one. This is the Boston Celtics. This line was at four. In the middle of us recording, or just before we turned it on and jumped up to four and a half, it's Boston versus the Brooklyn Nets. I'm going to pass it to you. I'm going to hit the siren, and I'm going to put that lock on the Brooklyn Nets. Now, why I like the Brooklyn Nets? Prior to the last pick of K, KD, Kyrie, and I've seen a lot of development players, role players that have shown up for Brooklyn time after time, they are capable of covering. Now, no disrespect to Boston. They've been the best defensive team since at least December under the new system in which they're under. And you know what? They deserve to be where they are, and they're a solid fucking team. I can't help but feel as though as an underdog, especially as an underdog. I faded them last episode, take it on this episode because you know what? They're a dog. You know what I mean? KD, Kyrie. You got Claxton. You got Bruce Brown, the guy called Bryce. (laughs) (laughs) He's been putting in bare work. You got Seth Curry. You got a Curry in the pot. You got Patty Mills. They got players. And you know what? Especially as an underdog, I have no problem backing them. So you know what? With that being said, give me the Nets with the points. Let's go. Uh, that's our freestyle champion Grizz with uh, the Brooklyn Nets at four and a half. Happy, I'm going to just quickly pass it to you and then we'll get into the next game. Kyrie Irving hated in Boston for the way that he did them, jumped in the middle of the court, said, Yeah, I'm coming back, and never came back. And then you have uh, Bruce Brown, which I've been calling Bryce too. I've been calling him Bryce. Like, oh, I think why? there's a lot of people out here that probably call this guy Bryce. Oh, no, because there's a Bryce Brown that exists. I think he plays for Auburn. I don't know. I might be wrong about that. I'll get back to you, but I've been calling him Bryce. He jumped in the press conference and said, Oh, yeah, Robert Williams is out. Even KD said, He said, What? Hey, like, we just want to go out there and hoop because KD understands playoff mentality. You don't want to give anybody an edge. And that's what he felt happened there. I do think that this line, you know, for a two seed, it's a, it's a bit disrespectful to Boston. Do you have any thoughts on Grizz's take taking the Brooklyn? Um, this is the ideal spot for Brooklyn. Why I would say that um, majority of the season, this team has been favored. So um, with them catching points in a playoff, playoff atmosphere type of game, Kyrie going back to Boston, um, everything yells Brooklyn in this spot. So I'm not playing it personally, but for the sake of uh, Grizz and his pick for the pot, um, let's go Nets, and I think Kyrie and KD will have a major game. So this should be interesting. This should be fun. Player props, keep a lookout. I'd say. I mean, I remember I played Kyrie on his birthday. Whoa, you went off. You went off. So yeah, you know what? Hostile situation. KD is a killer like that. Grizz might be onto something. You know what I'm saying with that. With the Elder Barge lookalike thing, and maybe with this tape, it's the Brooklyn Nets four and a half. If you're listening, put Elder Barge and Trey on side by side. Let us know on official no cap bets on Instagram if you saw what he saw. Let's go right to the next game. No long talking. It's the Milwaukee Bucks. We talked about this off air. I know who Happy has. I said, I'm just going to clap back at you as soon as we start recording. I don't even want to speak about it right now. This line was at 10. Nine, now it's nine and a half. So uh, I'm going to let you go ahead and take it away. It's Milwaukee versus Chicago. Go ahead with heavy. 
Um, for my lock, I'm gonna be going with the Milwaukee Bucks minus nine and a half. Now, um, since the All Star break, the Bulls have looked really bad. Um, their defense and their offensive ratings have dropped big time. And uh, let's not forget the the injury to Lonzo. At the beginning of the year, we've seen such a different team compared to what they are now. So now to the Bucks, um, laying the big number. The last four games against the Bulls, they're four and zero straight up. And their last two against them, um, they won uh, by 20-plus. Uh, this is the playoffs, and the Bucks are the defending champs, so I expect a fully focused squad here. Uh, they're ready for business. I think they're going to blow them out. Um, they're going to show the league why they won the championship last year. That's my lot, people. I mean, I feel like it could very well be a bit on the public side, but heavy, you know, heavy does really put the work in his takes um you know there's a lot of people who are listening right now and we might come up with a couple clips for them there's a part of me that feels like it's public but i know that he did his research when he's talking about how you know these teams are like milwaukee blows teams out they win by 10 15 20 many many times this season they're the defending chance they probably want to make a statement win this is kind of like a, a divisional rival we kind of talked about that off air as well um Grace, do you have anything to just kind of, you know, comments on Heavy State here? I feel as though with all the negative talk about the Bulls and how they play against tougher teams, I wouldn't be surprised if they showed up. You know what I mean? I'm going to take the Bucks, put that on the pod swipe, but at the same time, if the Bulls show up, I wouldn't be surprised. I like it on a parlay as well, especially because – the line has now gone down. I was more thinking about a Bulls thing, but it, it seems like the early money's coming in for the underdog. And I'll be honest, this is one of those things where you feel like you have to pay a premium for Milwaukee. So a lot of people are probably afraid of it, and they're thinking that Chicago's the sharp, sharp look. Milwaukee has to make a statement. I love DeRozan in the playoffs, but if that's all you got, then what are you going to do? Let's go Bucks. Well, you heard it from Happy 365. You know what I mean? He really he stepped up. I didn't even know you write your takes down like that, bro. This dude actually has like a full page. It looked like a letter that I wrote to like my ex-girlfriends in elementary school. And I was like, oh shit, look at this guy's tape. Right? There's that there's actually a story behind it. I was at work trying to get everything together, so I had to write it on paper, like old school. So. It is what it is. Yeah, it is what it is. I respect it. You know what I'm saying? I just was like, wow. I was like, wow, this dude really putting the time to, to, you know what I'm saying? Like, scroll it out. Like, you know, he folded it up like a scroll. (laughs) Next game, and then we're out of here. You know how we do no long talking. It's the Phoenix Suns. They're up against the New Orleans Pelicans. You guys both got your locks in. It's only me left. So I guess the no cap parlay. We should probably start introducing some. Yeah, we're going with the New Orleans Pelicans 10 and a half. To me, this is just a Phoenix premium. You know, it's not about necessarily taking the Pelicans as much as it is about fading the Phoenix Suns. They're rested. We might have just barely scratched the surface on this, but I believe in teams that have the playing tournament momentum. If you saw anything from when Minnesota played Memphis, that clearly was the edge. One team's rested, one team's not. Uh, one team is overlooked, and one is probably an inflated favorite. I think that that is the case in this particular scenario. And more than anything, I feel like this is just a great matchup, or it's a matchup problem for the Phoenix Suns. Uh, DeAndre Ayton, he caused a lot of problems for teams in the playoffs. Mm -hmm. Chris Paul has that opportunity to play his mid-range, get to his spot. 
And because he's so effective in the mid-range, a lot of defenses will run to him and try to get out of the way, which allows somebody like DeAndre Ayton to either get that offensive board off the glass and clean up, or a quick slip off the pick and roll or something like that, and that's where he's going to get most of his points, but not against Jonas Valdez. So that, to me, is like an equalizer of that particular matchup. You got CJ McCollum. You, I don't know who you're going to put on Brandon Ingram. It'll more than likely be Miles Bridges on Ingram, but I think Ingram's going to own that matchup. He's longer. Bigger. He's got weight. He's they bigger. Might, he's stronger. They might put uh, what's his name? Crowder. Oh, Crowder. Crowder. Yeah. Crowder. They might put him on there. He, he might be onto something there. And Still either way, sad. it's it's a lot of big height advantage. Man. Brandon Ingram's got the wing spread. He's he's kind of like the New Orleans KD without the. Like, I could shoot from anywhere. Like, the accuracy. Yeah, exactly. He's easy money. He's just not an easy money sniper yet. You know what oh, I'm yeah. saying? Oh, yeah. oh, yeah. But he's easy money. And um, another one we talked about off air, actually, prior to the recording, was uh, Alvarado. That kid is going to chase Chris Paul everywhere. Like, he doesn't make big bucks. He's going to be on that rookie contract saying, like, this is how I'm going to make my name, chasing this guy everywhere. And you see, you know, in, in history, Patrick Beverly, Reggie Jackson, this is that time where, like, that point guard, that you, Fred Van Fleet, that you completely overlook. That's what playoffs are about, storylines like this. Devin Book, I don't think he'll have uh, someone that will equalize his matchup. I think he'll get his off. But if you can neutralize the output from Chris Paul and DeAndre Ayton, and I feel like New Orleans got the guys to do that, you're in this game. And 10 and a half to me, as I said, just sounds like an inflation. It's a Phoenix premium. They're 19 and 21 as a home favorite ATS all year, which typically means that anytime you saw Phoenix as a favorite, those lines were probably a tad uh, inflatable. So they haven't been profitable in this spot. I think it would just be foolish for me to try to ride the points on this one. So I'm going with the New Orleans Pelicans. Any thoughts, guys? Um, shout out to Brandon Ingram. He's definitely evolved into when the Lakers gave up on him for AD, they probably didn't realize that they had a star in the making. But you know what? What is is he's in a better place. Shout out to Jonas Valanciunas. Yeah, that's who was gonna shot. Yeah, yeah, you Raptor. Him against Aiden. It's not even a contest, to be honest. <laughs> he definitely would should dominate him in terms of the boards and just you know I mean point production. But I think. Definitely, you're going on the right track. I think Pelicans have a good chance. You know, I mean, he said Jonas Valanciunas. I think Aiden has a chance. I feel like that's an equal kind of matchup or whatever. You say they ain't equal. chance. But they I, had, I had Minnesota, like, earlier. <laughs> they gave me the belief that these, you know, playing teams really come in with something. What are your thoughts on my pick here? Um, your take was so good that I want to play the Pelicans at 10 and a half. So you brought up great points, bro. Like, everything you said. Uh, the matchups could be a disaster for Phoenix. So, lane 10, bro, like, you're playing a team that's favored every night. You know what I mean? Mm. So, you're paying for that. That's in the price. And it's too high, 10.5. So, if I'm going to play, which I am, because your take was so good, I'm going to take Pelicans 10.5. And if you're taking the no-cap parlay, here's what the locks are. It's Brooklyn Nets 4.5. It's the Milwaukee Bucks 9.5. And it's the Pelicans, 10 and a half. I'm putting 20 bucks on that. I like it. I mean, I just might my, my damn self, to be honest with you. 
Uh, any, any of you guys want to throw out any bonuses, little player props or something like that? JV Double Double. You heard it here first. <laughs> Straight up. JV you know Double Double. I wouldn't be surprised if Kyrie dropped. Um, I said 30. Game one. I was going to say 25 plus. No, no, no. 30. I say that Kyrie prop is live. Him being in Boston, he's going to want to hoop up too much. He's going to want to ball out, I should say. Well, you heard it here first, man. We just gave you three top of top locks. You know, we're the real sports cast, sports podcast out here. No long talking. You know what I'm saying? Trey Young does look like Elder Barge if you put him side to side. <laughs> You're not going to hear a take like that on any other podcast. I'm plus for my co host, 7365, and our senior NFL slash NBA correspondent. You know what I'm saying? He's getting, this, he's getting his hands dirty in this shit, you know, for Grizz. It's been another episode of No Cap Bets. We finally made it happen. Bless up.